Okay, so this is our final couch session, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. Is it because Hopefully. of all the hate that we got on TikTok? No, that's not why. there was a lot of hate on TikTok. There was a lot of hate, but that was because we were talking about a very controversial topic. It's a very that's, sensitive topic. Yeah. But that's why they need to be talked about. Yeah, no, I know. I think what we I didn't really mention, and I think we should have, is the fact that we're not against one and for the other. I think it's important to say that what's I happening mean, is wrong. And Although I'm against the Israel government, mm. I'm not going to hide that. No, of course. But I don't think that everybody, all the Israeli people actually want this to be happening anyway. So. No, of course not. But there are quite a few that do as well. Yeah, well, I saw protests with like kids there, Israeli kids saying death to the Arabs, which kind of triggered me a bit because I thought at such a young age, not knowing what you're saying. Yeah, but also the thing is, like we mentioned it to one of our guests, like if mm. day in, day out, all you see is death, it's pretty easy to make best friends with death. For us, it's hard to see as Westerners. <laughs> it's true. We don't see conflict at the same level. But yeah, that being said, like if we did hurt anyone's sentiments, I'm not sorry. No, neither am I. But yeah, I think we we spoke about what we could based on our knowledge. I've learned a lot since. What I did learn is that Judaism was the first, was a religion before Islam. We don't know which one came first. Mm. How would you know? Based on history in terms of um, books. History is not actually facts, which is a problem, which is a problem that I see with a lot of these arguments yeah. is that when people say history, history is just something someone wrote. Yeah. Based on the version of events they saw. Religion's always going to be one of those things that we can't really... No one can say from right or wrong. Like, everyone's got all these opinions. I mean, a lot of them come from an emotional perspective as well as a logical perspective. We can't argue which one's right or which one's wrong at the end of the day. We don't... Like, most people don't believe in a higher power. I think... Really? Yeah, well, atheists don't believe in a higher power. There are not those many atheists in the world, though. There's a lot of atheists. There's I don't know more what the people exact... who believe in God, though, or some sort of supernatural power. Probably, based on the amounts of different religions there are. But there are a lot of atheists as well. I don't know the exact number or anything, but there are people that don't actually believe in anything bigger than them. I, I understand that. I understand that idea. The thing that I did want to say about it is the fact that, you know, we actually hadn't read up about the history of it. And it's actually quite interesting that we didn't because most of the discussions that are out there about this would probably be not taking into account the history. This is like a common conversation yeah. that people have. So it's good that people who did point out, thank you. I think it's very important that you did mm. point out. And, you know, we can be mature about it and say, yep, we should have probably looked on the history. But yeah. But I think, I think the one thing I just want to say, I guess, based on that is if we're going to go back in history, we're never going to, we're always going to find one person or one type of group to point the finger at. I'm not saying either or have been perfect. I'm sure that there's been plenty of conflict and we don't know how it started or where it started or why it started. I think the whole point of this whole situation is that what's happening at the moment isn't okay. No, um, exactly. Yeah, and that, and I that think was that the that's... whole, we are sitting in the Western world. Why talk about Israel and Palestine? Because mm. it affects us. It affects the whole world. Yeah, it does. It's hard to say what's happening when you're not there and when you're not living it every single day, yep. which is also like, I think, a big privilege for us if we aren't talking about it or we aren't doing anything about it or if we can turn the blind eye, which is, you know, something that I'm sure a lot of people are doing that in itself is a privilege to be able to do because, you know, the people that are living it at the moment, they can't do any of that. What do you mean turn a blind eye? How would you turn, turn how would you know eye? you're turning a blind eye? Because you're blind. When you say turn a blind eye, I assume that it means you deliberately Move pretend away. like you can't see it. Yeah. So why can't they say, oh, if you turn away with your head like that? Because that's, that's technically like, turning away a blind eye. If an eye is blind. Yeah. I don't know. Or if you have an eye and you're pretending to be blind, that's fucked up. I want to first <laughs> look at that issue. <laughs> that someone would blind. lie about being blind. Yeah. Okay, that's a good question. If there was one thing that, one body part that you'd say you could live without, what would that be? That's actually one of the questions here. Did oh, you know that? Interesting. Actually, it should be more specific. Arms or legs, which one would you rather have? Have? <sighs> that's a tough one. How? Legs. 100% legs. How's you it a tough to one? Well, yeah. Run around? I'm just walking around. Who's talking about running around? <laughs> but like, How many people do you see using their legs to run around? A lot of people run. I think, yeah, I think legs would be better to have if you had to pick one. What are you going to use chopsticks with? I've seen, with? like, really impressive people do things without arms. Yeah, there's there's a really famous painter who just paints with her uh, toes. And mm, she's exceptional yeah. at it. I saw, like, a video with this woman using her feet to do everything. 
Yeah. Wash dishes and shit. I can't even, I don't like washing dishes with my hands. Anyway, point being is the thing we wanted to say is that we're going to have a bit of a break. Mm. We're going to be gone for maybe a month. Yeah. <laughs> be gone from um They're going to turn posting. a blind eye. That's one way of looking at it. Yeah. I'll actually like to take a break from social media for a month. Yeah, so we are going to be going. I think we need a bit of a break. Plus, there's a lot of stuff in the works at the moment. Yeah. like So it's not like we're going to be gone in terms of... Like, we'll still be doing stuff in the background. It's just that we won't be posting regularly because we need a bit of a break from our deadlines. Well, and more importantly, what I kind of realized over the last six months, as amazing as it has been, because we've got listeners from pretty much everywhere, Mm. including Nigeria. So, hey, the Nigerian person who's (laughs) listening to us, thank you. And we've got someone in Slovenia, which I want to say hi to. (laughs) Hello, Slovenia. You know, if you're listening to us, please email us. You know, Yeah, I think it's really cool. Like, whenever I look at our list of um, countries that kind of pop up, yeah, I find it really fascinating. Just Yeah, and it's the same person coming in. Yeah, we assume. We're We're assuming it's the same person. Otherwise, we have two people who've heard us in Slovenia. So, let us know if you want us to come over to Slovenia. <laughs> it would be good to hear from everyone. Yeah, um, I, I if think... you're around the world, wherever you are, I think it'd be cool just to get absolutely. Some... And you know, let us know why you know what you like and what you hate. What you hate. If it's my voice or if it's my jokes that you hate, I'm not going to change it. But please, still just send us, us know, feedback. Anyway. Like that's that's very important for us. So based on the feedback from both of us and, you know, over the past six months, we want to kind of streamline our podcast a bit more mm. and, you know, make it more towards causes that we really want to fight for. There's not really a purpose to a podcast if, you know, I believe it should be impacting the world because yeah. if so many people from all over the world are tuning in, we should have something great to say, which I don't most of the time. You need fun stuff as well. Yeah, you do. It doesn't bring people down. <laughs> That's pretty much main reason why we're here doing yeah. this today. Um, it's to let everybody know that we'll be gone for about a month and hopefully when we come back we'll have some new stuff not hopefully and we'll definitely have new stuff yeah okay we'll have new stuff yep uh, which, and it actually yeah, we doesn't do, we mean will. that we are not working it's not a break for no, us no so if you are going to get in touch yeah we'll be yeah, there feel free we'll to still just... be answering and yeah. we can do zoom calls with you uh, <laughs> Also, hey guys, if you have things that you think we definitely need to pay attention to, like things happening in Slovenia that we have no idea about, yeah. you know, tell us those things because we want to be aware of... Yeah, it's hard to think. We find that um, with Western media, there's a lot of stuff that actually doesn't come through. And it's lucky that we have social media in a way that we can sort of see what is going on. But at the same time, we don't know No, and a lot of the stuff that well, happens. Well, this actually brings on... So now, have you done all the housekeeping? Yeah, I think I have. Yep. All right. So s- stay tuned. I had a very interesting meeting with someone at the gym. Not meeting. At I the gym? Yeah, it's not like I met Jennifer Lawrence. It wasn't like meeting someone interesting. So gyms were closed for the longest time in mm. Melbourne. Even mm. though Melbourne had opened up, the gyms were still not open, which, which I find rather weird because they make these weird distinctions like certain places should be closed while mm. other places should be open. Like mm. if you're going to Woolies, you're touching more things than you will be in the gym. And there are more people. So I don't know why, like gyms have gone under completely and can't really yeah. sustain themselves. Anyways. There's uh, a lot of places that are shut. Yeah. And yeah. they've shut shop. They've shut shop. And we never get to hear their stories. So anytime fitness, I fucking feel sad for you, but you're great gym. Dingley yeah. Village, that's a gym I use. It's awesome because it's just got the right number of people. Mm. Like at any time you go, there's about 10 people and 10 to 12 people and they're not dickheads like, but you know, is that the gym doing that or is that it's it's just a suburb this is like it's yeah, a very so nice say. it's one of those suburbs that people don't know really exist and it's really really nice so there used to be this guy and it's, so he's one of those we... people that you always see at the gym no matter what time you go he's just there and I don't know if it's like a cycles match I don't, I don't know what that means but I always see him there mm. so I've tried to talk to him he's the guy who also talks to everyone you know, he's that guy. And he always wears a beanie and a jumper, no matter how hot or cold he is. He's just got his outfit. He's he's like the guy. Anyway, so whenever I've talked to him, it's always been like, oh, yeah, we're going to close down because of COVID. It's like general chit-chat. But I always see him talking to other people. So a couple of days ago, I was only I was the only one with him. And I was like, hey, man, you must have missed the gym, you know, because he's always in the gym. And he's like, yeah, get ready for it to close down again. I'm like, why? He's like, yeah. oh, they're, they're going to close down again. I'm like, what? well, how do you know that? They're like, mate, if they can produce a virus to change a government, 
they can definitely close down gyms and my brain just started like going for a big walk because i was like holy shit you said a lot of things there that i have to unpack so i'm like what do you mean change the government so he said that the only way to overthrow trump was to create coronavirus so that when the virus actually spread to america people couldn't go in person and vote so what happened was they had mail in ballots so you can mm-hmm. mail in your ballot okay so according to him there were too many people that don't even exist whose mail in ballots came in and that's why trump lost okay because people can go in and vote so they can just make up votes from home that's a really lengthy well he's thought about it though that was the best part because i'm mm. like how would you know that he's like so what they're trying to do now is they're trying to make texas blue which means basically make texas democratic because texas has always been republic and it's one of the biggest percentage of the election so if you win texas mm. that's a big tick okay. like chances are you're going to win the election right so he said you know now they're having all these illegal immigrants every day being called into texas and he said mm. so they're going to turn texas blue so that a republican party can never win again in america and he's like the, so the same thing here they're going to keep on closing down because they don't want small businesses to progress they only want big conglomerates to to actually Take make over. yeah which i do get like part of that does make sense hmm. but it, but if it's that far fetched it's like you can do whatever you want you'll always be controlled yeah well which is very It's very cynical, but if that <laughs> is true, then, you know, then I asked him, "Why do you even come to the gym? Just be a slob, just sit at home." He's like, "Oh, yeah, I, I could do that." He's like, "It's not like it would make anyone a difference." And that's very sad. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's a big question that we raise when it comes to talking about free will. Like well, that's one of the main things that we when you think about it, it's is there such thing as free will? What do you hmm. think? I don't think it is. I think there's always going to be some form of I don't think free will is the right phrase for it. I think we do have freedom relatively. I think freedom we is relative. We have freedom. Yeah, it is. Yeah, freedom is it not. Which is what your brother said when you asked him what does freedom mean? He said freedom is relative, which is true because mm. what you consider freedom or free will is not the same as someone else. So That's true, and it depends on what we're comparing it to. Exactly. So what do we consider having, you know, we have opportunities, definitely have more opportunities. Mm. Yeah, we have m- way more opportunities than most people yeah. in the world. So that that's why I think privilege comes in there to think that I feel like only certain kind of people can think about that high and go, "Oh, we are all controlled." It's a certain level of privilege to go, "My work here is done. Mm. I, whatever I do, it's going to be useless." That's, that's a, yeah. I think that's not really the right way to look at it. Oh, I think it's a fucked up way of looking at it. Yeah. But the but the thing is he looks so normal. People <laughs> can look people so look normal. normal, but but it scares me because a lot of people can look normal, but we never know what's going on in their head. Yeah. I Why? entertained him. <laughs> I entertained his ideas because I'm genuinely curious mm. where people get, you know, different ideas from. I'm not saying he's wrong or right. I'm I just think it's a fucked up way of thinking because mm. it's there's no point to anything. If you think that way there isn't. Yeah, and if anything you're giving into that. If even if someone is controlling us, you're giving into it then. Mm. And why the fuck would you want to do that? Yeah. Anyways, questions. Yes, so we have a, a bit of a list of questions that yeah, are kind of put before, together. Yeah, we said before we kind of take Just the ball off the face of the earth. All right. So, first question, you get to choose. I've got 6 pages here. Tell me the page number. Okay, 3. And top, middle or bottom? Middle. When was the last time you immediately re- regretted something you said? It can't oh, be that hard. No, I don't. Hang on. Wow. When Aren't you Miss Perfect? I'm not I'm not Miss Perfect. Well, sounds like it. I just don't What was the last time? They didn't say the first time. They said the last time. Yeah, I know. I just don't think I've said it in Miss Perfect sort of regretted as such. Or do you know? Do you have It was my, I asked you the question. Yeah, but we both have to answer it. Yep, did you answer it? Not yet. Yeah, well then. Um, yeah, I definitely have. Really? When I said the word Jew, cuz Jew can mean a slur as well. So I was like, "Oh, maybe yeah. I shouldn't have said that." So I don't want to say the word Jew. It was probably a, like a racist comment then, but it was kind of on my own. I didn't say it like with another person. Too racist in your head. Yeah, I'm racist. I, I'm We're all racist. racist in yeah, our heads, I think so. we are. So, I think it was just when I was driving the other day. and somebody kind of really cut me off and i've just gone must be an asian that is so fucked up <laughs> you have to kind of override those thoughts and yeah. 
We're really gonna go to like horrendous thoughts. I have such horrendous thoughts. Yeah, me too. I do. No, too. I don't think you do because obviously Maybe you don't we'll regret anything. What was the I last horrendous did. thought? I forgot that I see, but I forget that I have them because they're so like like I said, they're so embedded that we don't like we say it and then we regret it, but not enough to kind of sit there and go, okay, well, how am I gonna backtrack this and take that out of my system? See, I don't. Thought- and it's like the thing is, I don't even believe that. That's the other thing. I don't no, truly, I don't truly believe nah. that. It's just because you hear so many people say it. That you think, oh, it must you, be true. It just, yeah, it's like in your brain, it's it's a thing. Because I know a lot of people that are like Asians that are actually good drivers. Or they're normal just, drivers. Or they're just drivers, yeah. yeah. Like they've not done anything wrong. And it's wrong. not like brown people or white people don't drive like shit. Because yeah. let's be honest, most of the cabbies here are brown. They're not yeah. great drivers. Yeah, no, I mean... Okay, that's pretty racist. See, that's another racist thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think I can get out of that one. I've been called racist multiple times. But I think, like, I've made peace with the fact that there are certain things that I'm definitely racist about. But do you want to change? I do change. I'm more careful about what I say. Because certain thoughts come up, like, 15, 20 minutes ago, during the podcast. All right, my turn. Go answer the question. All right, you tell me which page. Come up with your own system. Don't just copy other people's creativity. I this is how we're going to go. Oh, uh-huh. okay. This. Page five. The second last question on page five. Second last. What's your best example of fake it till you make it? Oh, just pretending that you're fine. Just pretending that your mental health is not an issue. Yeah. And you just keep on faking it till you think, oh, everyone now believes that I'm fine. Maybe it'll make me believe I'm fine. Mm. That's a pretty common one, actually. But I don't get, like, where the idea of fake it till you make it came from. It must have come from, like, jobs and stuff when, you, when you're working. Have you, you lied on your resume? Oh, fuck yeah. So you make up stuff on your resume? I don't make stuff up fully. I just exaggerate like? each job. Like, like instead know, of just... saying, I deliver pizza, you own the pizza company. <laughs> That's a bit much. <laughs> yeah, how would you put that? Then how would you lie about I it? I would say something like <laughs> packaging and mm, nice and logistics. Yeah, lo- yeah, logistics. Pretty much, I would just make it out as like managing logistics of fast food. Oh, of a giant fast food chain. Yeah, yeah. I have to see that, but the problem is that the interviewer knows it too. The yeah, the interviewer knows it. Then why are we playing games? Because I think. It's also impressive for them if we can pass it off so well. So they basically want us to be lying bastards. No, and I if you can lie well, then it kind of shows a bit of creativity. Oh uh, no, it's just <laughs> fucking plain lying. What would be creative? Actually, my friend did this, and uh, guys, this is a great example of someone I know who's really, really smart and creative with how to be. You know, if you're applying for a job or a job you really want, she did this, and I thought this was amazing. So she wanted to uh, work in advertising. So what she did was uh, she figured out her future place, where she wanted to go, and she figured out where to go for coffee. Melbourne being a big place for coffee, she made friends with the coffee shop owner. She just took the cup, the backside of a cup, and wrote a little slogan for a company they do advertising for, and wrote a creative one, and just said, serve coffee in this one. And the guy finally saw it, and he thought that was really, really cool. So he asked her for an interview, and she got the job. That's pretty cool. That's fucking great. But how did she get him to get that coffee she told the owner of the shop to put it in that particular cup when that guy comes guy comes in, in. she yeah. knew when he was going to come in she knew his that's time. pretty that's pretty um, i thought that was brilliant mm. rather than like you know making up like that should be things that make that's you very creative. outside your square thinking too it's box it's not square it's the box. there is no that's thing as outside the square i actually did that today i said that i said outside the square and this is a problem people will correct you <laughs> What's outside the square? If you made a square... A box is a square, though, to be fair. No, a box can be a rectangle. You lost. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you have, no, you have nothing to say to that. <laughs> that's true, I got nothing. Interesting, though, if you draw a square on a floor, a cat will go and sit in it. Did you know yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. They like small spaces, I think. But it's, it's they feel comfort. They feel like they're safe. Yeah. Which is pretty cute. So, yeah, faking it till you make it. What about you? Mmm... I think at my job, I often do this, faking it till I make it. Which I think is really fucking important. Actually, I do this thing a lot. Well, I you, don't do you, it as much more. You've had some shocking faking till you make it I story. Have. Don't even get me started on any of those. But I, it's kind of faking it till you make it. But a really good friend of mine, she knows who she is. She kind of caught me out. So years ago, I used to do this thing where if somebody asks me a question about something that I don't know much really about or don't I don't know the real answer or the full story, I will kind of make it up based on what could be logical. 
Like, like I give do me it an a example. Lot. Tell me what you did in that instant. Like I genuinely can't remember because I haven't done this for a really long time. But if somebody asks me a question about something that I think is the logical response to it, I'll just answer it based on that. But I won't really know. But I do it so convincingly that people genuinely are like, "Oh, okay, yeah." You come across pretty aloof on this podcast, I must admit. <laughs> I just can't remember of a time I did it because she said that you do this. You know that, right? And I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> you you have experience with it. What are the tips to get out of an exam? Oh my gosh! Give me give me three <laughs> tips that you use to get out of an exam. Give us give our listeners three tips. Exams are coming up. They don't feel like it. What what do they do? What's the most convincing ones? Oh, I you don't have to share your own one because that is fucked up to another level. <laughs> no, it wasn't to get out of an exam. It was I I'd failed statistics three times in a row. They at, at that university. point they should have asked you to leave the and course. And they did ask me to leave, yeah. not just the course, the university. Yeah, fair, fair said, call. What the fuck is this? You need to get out. And I had. Why to, were you failing? I just had. I just didn't attend classes. You just didn't give I a shit. I hated it. I hated anything to do with numbers, and I can't stand it. And that had even a few. Like I couldn't get my head around. But this is my so dilemma with trying, this. Trying, I just. This is my dilemma with this. When you know, especially here, like I knew this in America, mm-hmm. I couldn't afford to not attend classes because I knew this was going to be a fucking loan that I'll have to pay. Mm, so I was so scared of the, the fucking loan that I go, oh man, might as well study if I'm going to yeah. pay for this shit. Yeah, I do. I'm still paying for it. So that's exactly <laughs> what I meant. So why did you go fucking? Let's not attend lectures. Because I think for, I think the person that I am. And I don't do this anymore, but I used to be a very much the person who didn't really care about the future in terms of how this is going to affect me in the future, which is a very young person thing to do, right? Like maybe not. I think also that comes down to privilege, and I think it also. Comes- you like that guy from Anytime Fitness? No, no, no. He doesn't give a shit about the future anymore. He knows what's going to happen. Yeah, he works out too much to not give a fuck about. The he works out four times a day. Exactly. He gives a fuck about the future. True. Yeah, so I think the type of person that I was, I don't actually think about how this will negatively affect me in the future, but I don't do that anymore because I stopped doing it at that point in time when I realized that I'm going to get kicked out and I can't afford to get kicked out of uni. You literally can't afford. Like, yeah, financially as well as just can't afford to still stay in uni because it took me forever to finish that course. I just hated studying. I'm not a studier. I've noticed that. I, <laughs> I know quite well that you're not. But wouldn't it be, say, if you hated statistics that much, wouldn't a better idea for them would be, okay, this is definitely something that she doesn't like attending, right? <laughs> like, I think it's a part. It's They, they should have they been an alternative provider for that. I, so instead of this, you take something else. No, but I couldn't because the course that I was doing, it needed me to do statistics. So you knew going into the course you'd have to do statistics? I actually didn't know as such. I went into the course. It's the one thing that I did psych. And with psych, you have to do reporting, report writing. Um, And a part of that is obviously collecting data. And statistics, it's about how you translate that data in a a reasonable, readable way. And so I'm not really good at that. Obviously, when it comes to data and numbers, you, you know what I'm like. But then you ended up getting a good score. I did in the end because I actually applied myself. So it wasn't that hard, was it? No, not in the end. But now I've forgotten everything. Like, if you got me to do it now, I would not remember shit. So you don't know, like, the different distributions and stuff, normal distribution, things like those. I've forgotten everything. Like chi-square and all that stuff. No, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yep, okay. Waste of an education, that was. (laughs) All right. All right, your turn. Pick a question. You have to pick a question. I just literally did. Which one was that? The second last one. What's the Fake it till you make it. We literally just did that. That's true. I forgot we were still... Yeah, no wonder you don't regret anything. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Who was your craziest, most interesting teacher? I think my um, most interesting teacher was... So when I went to boarding school, so I used to be really terrible at math, ironically. Like, to the point where I used to have, like, panic attacks and, like, I used to shit all over because I was just really nervous. Yeah, like, actual poo. Because there was so much pressure to do well. Anyways, whatever. Because a brown boy. Yeah, you're just a brown person, so you're expected to be good at math. Which is a stupid thing to say. (laughs) Like, a country which has a population of fucking 1.6 billion. You can't all be good at math. Like, someone needs to be good at communications. Yeah, well, I'm sure there are. I'm I'm assuming that's being... Yeah. What yeah. do you mean sure there are? Okay, I just no, said, but I mean, I'm... S- 
Certain people need to be in the creative industry too. Yeah, fucking how many people want to do math and like, it's such a... Well, I think that's being recognized now in, in our brown community of... I don't think so. I, look, it's better though. It's way better than it was. It's, it's better. I think it's a bit unfair to say that it's not getting better. No, I, I think the only reason it's getting better now is because I think... There's the, emphasis on it. Well, the generation, like our generation has kind of proved that you can still make a living by not just being amazing at math. Yeah. And that's what I guess, like, your family or your culture wants at the end of the day. Mm, they it's want like, you to be well off because they don't want to have... I mean, they've grown up not well off as well. Literally. Yeah. And that's something we have to consider. Like, I, I know that it's... There's a lot of pressures when it comes to brown families putting it on children, but I do think that it comes from a good place. Yeah, I, I Even just, if it's not very well executed. But I think if it's not well executed, it doesn't matter if it comes from a good place because you're never going take it like that yeah of course so but I think it is about I think we're in a generation now where we kind of understand things better and we're able to kind of draw from history of you know like we were talking about intergenerational trauma and all sorts of stuff I think it's now fair to say that even if we don't take it that way because yeah it's not delivered very well I think we can now understand it at least yeah I think like our parents are now more open to that idea that yeah you know that like we fucked up because mm. we didn't know any better well yeah so you know you can't really blame them but anyway so uh, math story like terrible mm. at math and i was actually really scared because when i went to boarding school i was doing ib and ib is like the international baccalaureate so it's something that is basically people look at it all over the world it's kind of like a levels o levels kind yeah. of thing mm-hmm. so I just didn't care. I just wanted to get away from home. So I went to boarding school. I didn't care like what I would do there. But of course, you have to choose what subjects you're going to do. But I knew I didn't want to do medicine. So I'm like, fuck, what's left? Can't do drama. Can't do art. What the fuck is left? So I took engineering. And that meant I had to take physics, chemistry and math at higher level. So there's standard level and there's fucking higher level. Yeah. And physics, chemistry, math at higher level is the hardest IB combination. There's no way. Yeah. But some can't actually me, took anyway. physics, chemistry, math and economics. That guy went to Harvard though. So it makes sense. I knew that math was going to be fucking horrendous. So I'm going to be terrible at it. But the teacher who actually taught us, like she, like she really had a lot of confidence in me that no one mm. ever had. Like mm. she just thought that I could do well. Mm. And I ended up like getting a seven. Seven is like the highest one in my IB exams. That's amazing. I got a four and everything else, but that's a different story. Math, (laughs) I did really, really well. (laughs) But I think more importantly, talking about teachers, I don't think they're just high school teachers. When I was in uni, first year of uni, I went to Michigan and I didn't know how to kind of, you know, navigate my life from there. I knew I was doing engineering, but I wanted to do something drama related because... Mm. And I didn't want to tell anyone because I wanted to keep it a secret from even whatever friends that I had. I had like one friend, whatever, <laughs> he didn't know. So I ended up like auditioning for a Shakespeare play because I'm like, I'm just going to do it because if I don't do it now, I'll never know what it's like to, you know, perform. Mm. And I got the role. I auditioned first time I got the role. And what, when for I, Shakespeare? Like yeah, in, like a Shakespeare play. What was it? Uh, it was called Measure for Measure. Uh, which Are you is, got the main? No, it's I'm brown. What main role is going to go to a fucking brown guy in Shakespeare? It wasn't... Now it can happen. Yeah. But at university level, it, yeah, white dudes get it. All black people get it too, which is good. But like brown is like down the barrel. <laughs> so I was playing... You know you know, you're not important when you're playing three roles in uh, Shakespeare. Oh, you say the Like all ensembles? the extra ones. Yeah, like you can do blah, 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 <laughs> yeah. blah. But anyways, I did the role. And, you know, when I finished the show, our director was really nice. Jim, he kind of gave a note to everyone, like a little letter, mm. thanking them for all the effort. Mm-hmm. And he wrote this one thing that I'll never forget. He wrote, you know, no matter what you do with your life, just don't ever stop doing this because it'll rob the world of happiness that you give people when you do this. Aww. Is this the same guy that gave you in three ensembles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, <laughs> same guy. So, so he got me in for the next one as well. <laughs> Smart guy. To date, I have that note. And I, it's yeah, funny, I met cool. him... I went to Edinburgh to do a show and guess who I meet? I meet Jim out of nowhere at Edinburgh Fringe Festival and he's like, (laughs) and he was my senior, he's like three years senior to me and I met him, you know, Mm. eight years after college out of nowhere and he's American, Mm. but we were both in Edinburgh at the same time. That's pretty cool. So yeah, he, he taught me something like, you know, that gave me confidence to do what I wanted to. That's really cool because now you're doing it. Yeah, and apart from me, who's, who's the best teacher that you've had? I've had a few. But... Most interesting. I don't want to hear it. Interesting? Yeah, interesting. 
I'm, ju- I'm going to tell you about the one in primary school. Her name was Mrs. Drew. And Mrs. What? Mrs. Drew. Or Miss Drew. Drew. Miss Miss Drew. She wasn't mm. married. More like a misconstrue. Yes, misconstrue. Mm. Yeah, I did. So she... She in, wasn't married. No, no, I don't think she... I, yeah. And I can't even remember her first name. You know when you're, when you're a kid, you don't pay attention to the first name? Plus you call everyone Miss, and you like, go, Miss whatever. Yeah, Miss their last name. Yes. I remember when I first... I used to sing a lot. You still do. I, yeah, but not professionally or anything. But anyway, so she she recognised that I was very much into all that sort of stuff at a very young age. And I remember when I was in primary school that there was a show called Rocky Stedford, which a lot of people will know in Australia. And, I don't know that show. Um, yeah, I think when you grow up here, I think it's one of those. What they do in Rocky Stedford is that they get a bunch of different schools together and all those schools do different types of performances and they kind of perform, like, you know, dance or song, whatever it oh. might be. Yeah, so it's just a whole bunch of different schools, primary schools kind of that get together and do that. And I was supposed to be just going in as an audience member to watch. But, you know, when you're a young primary school person, it's it's kind of like a big deal and it's really exciting. Something had happened and my dad was like, no, you're not allowed, I don't want you to go. It was very unlike him to do that. It was just suddenly something had come up. And um, I remember being really upset and crying to her over the phone. Like, I had to call her last minute and say, I don't know what happened, but for some reason my dad's refusing me to go. I can't come. I'm really sorry. And she could hear me crying. And she's like, I'm going to come over and get you. And I was like, no. It's a bit much. Yeah, but I I thought it was really, really sweet in a way, I think, for her to take it on upon herself to do that. So I remember she she was like, I'm going to come and we'll, I'll talk to your dad. And she comes over and she sat with my parents. Um, and I remember how awkward this was as well for her. I'm feeling do. awkward right now. But she sat there and basically she convinced my dad to let me go. What'd she, she say? Like, I don't know. I think I was in like year four or something. Um, what about all the year four people year four. listening to us right now? If they need <laughs> Miss Drew to come over. And- Miss Drew. <laughs> I don't remember what she said. I think she said don't let your daughter miss out on these opportunities. I'm happy to drive her myself and I'll bring her back safely. And I think he kind of was like, okay, fine. Like a teacher's come over to get her, you know. Yeah, well, it's pretty shit of me to not let her. Well, it looks really bad on him. So yeah, but he let me go and she she drove me and back there and back. So yeah. How was the gig? Shout out to Miss Drew. Um, no, it was good. It was good. I remember her always going, you know, I think you need you should pursue singing. You should, you know, like even she, very she knew supportive. you. you shouldn't have done statistics yet <laughs> she even she, she knew that far she's back. like this just bitch, anything this just bitch is gonna do, do statistics that's <laughs> not your not your strong point no it's not your forte well good on you miss drew i mm. really hope she's still not a teacher though it's a really thankless job it is but it can be rewarding i think depending on only to a certain point a lot of teachers don't get paid well they don't get paid well yeah, yeah. but i don't know i think yeah they don't get paid well but it Depends on why you're in it. Like, I know a lot of people that are passionate about it. But if you think about it, if, if you're really thinking about any job that deals with taking your future generation and putting them in a place where they can be better human beings, those guys should be getting paid a lot of fucking money. Yeah, they should. Like, you're pretty <laughs> much putting your future in their hands and going, yeah, here's $10 an hour mm. for that. I had Mrs. Vijay Lakshmi. That was her name. And she left after the first year. The math teacher. Yeah, the math teacher. She was really awesome. And yeah, it just changed my how I looked at math I suddenly thought I was really good at it Mm. and then I just became good at it so fake it till you make it success story it is a success story who was asking I asked the last one no I did might be what's the most physically painful thing you've ever experienced that's a good one probably my when I did my laser really what about when you were in an accident yeah but that was before so in a way I can't remember that because it was like so long ago yeah yeah when I did my laser eye surgery it was very painful. Oh, for some reason I was thinking laser hair removal. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. I get that, but stop whining about it. It's your <laughs> no, choice. No, no, when I went, well, that, yes, it was my surgery though. Um, yeah, but eye surgery is like, if you have hair on your body, fucking people should be okay with it and go live your fucking life. <laughs> Depends on society. But, yeah, but yeah. I think, well, eye surgery is not that interesting, but I think like Indian culture is very uncomfortable talking about hair on your body because somehow that makes you like not clean, but only for females. Men can have as much hair on their body, <laughs> like, yeah. but for females, they should be like completely, hairless. you know, like yep. hairless. 
Because I don't I, think it's just an Indian culture thing. It's across the board. I, I think... From what I know. I mean, Western culture is the same. I don't know. When I went to America, like, the amount of, like, hairy women I saw, I was like, oh, so this is, like, okay yeah. here. Like, underarms and, yeah. Well, underarms is a bit much. <laughs> Only because they stink mm. otherwise. Yeah, okay. If something stinks, you should do something about it. Yeah, well, I think you put deodorant on, can't you? Yeah. That's, that's what guys do. Well, but but not, like, a full growth. I shouldn't be able to use a comb, is all I'm saying. Yeah, that's problematic. Yeah, that that I'm not okay yeah, with that. You kind of got to trim that stuff. Yeah, you got to cl- keep it clean. Get a fucking <laughs> the lawnmower out once Lawn in a while. Lawnmower. Just like, you know, clean it up. But I think like, like hair on the fucking arms, like who? A lot of guys do this. So I don't know that. So when I started working out. Yeah, guys do it. You know, if you want your leg muscles to pop out, you should be shaving your legs. Yeah. So, I don't know about, yeah. But then I, I don't like the look of it personally on dudes when they've got when they've like, got hairless, hair. hairless legs well, and arms. It's also interesting, like somehow white skin is okay with hair, like brown skin is not. Because our hair is black, right? For a lot of people, white people, their hair is white I know. and golden you can't and it, see it kind of like blends in. Yeah. But And that's the same issue with like women, mm. Indian women or from Southeast Asian yeah, countries cause, it's because they're black cause blonde hair. women have, ha- yeah, they've got hairy arms, yeah. but blonde, so they luckily can't really see it worst pain I actually think you know pain it's funny people think of pain as physical I think mental pain is actually way worse there's no out you can have a break but there's no out mm-hmm. like and it doesn't heal as quickly so yours is the mental one? Oh yeah like mental one where your brain's like constantly worried I think you're constantly worried and that causes pain because when you stop living your life the way you want to you just start going fuck like that that's a different kind of pain Mm. But if it's physical pain, oh yeah, this one time I just like peeled off uh, my oh, half yeah. of my thumb, which was... I did too, remember? Just stop copying me. <laughs> it's my story. <laughs> and it was really interesting because I was making food for my girlfriend at the time and we were living at Monash, like in the university dorm. And nobody know- knew I was living with her. So I used to like just pretend that I studied there as well. And I was like, went to the university kitchen and stuff and I was... Cutting an onion. It was the first thing I was going to do was cut an onion. Oh. I just chopped on my thumb. That was pretty bad. It was bad because of the amount of blood there was. I yeah. think things become more painful just by seeing that much blood. Yeah. What are three things about people that drive you mad? Three? Yeah. I can give you 20. I know, me too. But we're going with three. Oh, top three. The first one is people who make sound with their popcorn while watching a movie. What do you um, mean, popcorn? They, they, they take it out of the plastic and just continuously making that sound of eating popcorn. Okay, it's very particular. Yeah, it's fucking... Do you go to the movies then? Not really. That's yeah. probably why I don't go anymore. Okay. Or you go one. Oh, this is actually... It's a quite a vegan thing. Oh, so yours got substance. Mine's just annoying. Yeah, well, Hatred maybe. for no reason. <laughs> just, just general annoyance. General hatred. What drives me mad is when I tell people I'm vegan and they go, oh, yeah, you know, that, you know, good on you, but I couldn't do that. I love food too much. Like, that just makes me go, you don't think I love food? Like, some are, like what I you're just eating, hate food. Some I don't, you're just I eating food. Without salt, like your food. <laughs> your food's actually not even cold Like, food. I hate eating. Full yeah, stop. you just live on water. <laughs> yeah, I just think... So, what do you tell them? Well, I just... Or do you just have this feeling in your body where you go... I for? just... There's a lot of things, I guess, when it comes... To be honest, when it comes to telling people you're vegan, there's a few things they say that really trigger me. Like? Well, that one's one of them. Where do you get your protein from? Is that, oh, that That's the one I get. Yeah, that's Okay. Dude. Iron deficiency? Oh my god, that's a big one. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I would, but I'm iron deficient. Like, honey, I've been iron deficient forever. Well, it's interesting because <laughs> like... one of my guy friends, his wife is really iron deficient. Of course, she eats meat and stuff. So what they're doing now is making her eat more and more meat. And I'm like, I'm not sure, like, if that's going to really... Because <laughs> you shit out meat. You're not going to fucking take it all yeah. in. And your body is only so good at taking out all the nutrients. Yeah, I think it's a blanket thing though, right? Like people say it and then they don't realize you need accompanying vitamins to absorb the iron. But Um, also everyone's body is so different. Yeah. Where do you get your iron from? I don't really, like, I mean, I I used to get infusions all the time. I don't even do that anymore. I don't, I, I used to feel it a lot. I don't know what my iron levels are. I might have to check what they're at but well obviously they're, they're feel, okay if- yeah no i think those things are like huge for me like oh i love my meat too much is another one and it's like well i did too everyone loves their own meat 
They're own meat. Oh, they're meat. That sounded really bad. Oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah. No, so that, yeah, just the initial kind of knee jerk reactions where people kind of have to almost justify themselves. Like, I find that really frustrating to deal with because it's like. To what? Do you just walk away? No, well, I don't walk away. I'm, yeah, I often kind of explain to them that I too love food and I too. And then what do they say? There's not much to say after you say that. I don't think they believe you. Mm, probably not. I think they probably go, not. I don't know what food she's talking about. <laughs> the food I eat, she doesn't obviously like it. But anyways, that's one of my main ones at the moment that I'm... For me, it's... it's. So I work at a reception. It's it's the sound that people make when they're checking their diary. You really hate sounds. That yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, just little things that humans do. So, you know, when you call <laughs> someone and you're like, so what day you want to book an appointment? They go, um... Mm. Let me check. It just drives me crazy. Do you think maybe they do it because they're on the phone and they want you to hear? Yeah, maybe. maybe They want you to be like, I'm here and I'm just so you know, I'm checking these noises are to... Well, then fucking call me back. Why do I have to hear your mouth sounds and you're spitting everywhere? Or they could just be like, yes, just give me a moment. I will be back in a minute. Yeah, they never do that. It's always like, and I'm checking my diary. And there's this sound. This is checking my diary. <laughs> yep. And like I can hear it, the sheet moving. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, ba, 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 Monday morning, we got the kids. Got the kids. Got to leave the kids. Now have breakfast. Have breakfast. Okay. Can't do that. Can I do? No, that doesn't work. <laughs> uh, that kind of shit really fucking grinds my gears. Because you know what? They just don't matter to me that much. So yeah, that that can be really frustrating for me. Okay. All right. All right, last question. Yeah, last. How do you know it was my because question? Because I asked the last one. I don't think we even did three. We've just gone on such a tangent. That's the point of these things. The points <laughs> are not true. just a question and answer and then we fucking go to bed. <laughs> go to bed. Uh, what three songs hit you with a vape of nostalgia every time you hear them? Oh, jeez. And what's the memory behind them? That's a good one. That's a good one. I like that one. I used to listen to Chasing Cars by Snow oh, Patrol. Oh, Snow Patrol. It's the first song my first girlfriend, the same oh, one. Oh, really? The same one who I lived at Monash with. She made me listen to it because it's I... It's a good song. It I is a really I never listened to any English songs because I was obsessed with Bollywood and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I did that too. I went through that. But I also didn't really understand young. a lot of English songs because of the accent. I just like... <laughs> it's just funny the main when you words. like hum it almost... I actually don't fully remember if there's this real story behind it. I think it was just such a good song at the time. For me, it brings back high school memories. Because you were chasing cars? Because I was... um, No, it's like when you were all like... Emo. You know, you have your little fucking first boyfriend and you're like thinking about that and it's so like... Why is it called chasing cars then? I don't know. I don't think I ever really considered the lyrics of the song like it's a feel- very nostalgic song for me actually like you think back to that day and you're you feel like you were in a movie that's yeah. why it feels nostalgic i think I the think whole so idea too. of nostalgia is because you feel like but it's a very nighttime song too like it's um you know looking back at my life i always remember summer nights because i remember those the very song. distinctly no oh. i think when when i listen to these types of old songs i always think back to summer night because you mm. get out more you hang around with your friends and all that sort of stuff. so that's one for me where you go next oh, one of my favorite songs was teach me how to dougie oh, oh i remember you telling me you were obsessed it's, with it i was just obsessed with this because i could like it was a good song i'm a decent dancer and i mm. used to love doing the dougie without kind of really giving a shit and I remember people used to like, look at me doing it. It's like one of the best duggies we've seen by a brown person. By a brown person? Yeah, because like I got a lot of attention doing the duggie. Doing the duggie? Yeah, or anything with Chris Brown in it. I think the other one was Mary J. Blige. Be Without You. Year 12, that reminds me of like all my friends. We were just like, listen to it. We were fucking obsessed with this song. We'd you were, you all thought you were time. really cool cunts. Yeah, we did. We were like gangster ass. Like, you we were like, oh my god, my life would exactly be like this. <laughs> like, you just imagine your life within black and white as well. Yeah, it's just this it's like, like, like very painfully like... I did think that though, when I was young, I was, when I watched movies, which were old and they were black and white, I'm like, oh, maybe the sky was black and white back then. Yeah, that's actually true. I believed that till I was in grade yeah. 10 though. Like that it was black and white. Yeah. I was like, then, oh, during 1930s, those like everything was yeah, black, and white. black and white. <laughs> That's just how the world the just world existed. Later. And then when, as soon as I came in, <laughs> it was just color, bring color to the world. 
Um, but yeah, that's the other one for me. The song that I have most memories about was like Lose Yourself by Eminem. Oh, that was a good one. I thought, and I remember when I landed in Detroit, I was like, when I went for uni there, yeah. landed in Detroit, I thought that Detroit looked like that. Mm. And I got to the airport and it looked nothing like that. But I had like my hoodie on and I thought I was really cool and spoke normally and I thought I was rapping. It's oh, yeah. like, hey, I'm in Detroit. Like, that's a song mm. that I just remember. Like, I, fa- I found cool for the first time. So then my last one, Hey Ya by Out- Outcast, is like Can a you big sing that? primary I don't, I don't know. primary school one. It's like, hey ya. You know the one that's like, you think you got it. Oh, you think you got it. You don't know it? The weird singing it. But Who's it's, Outcast? They're just like this band from back in like the... With a K? Outcast with a K? Yeah, Outcast. Oh, so sick. Yeah, they were like, they were hip hop. Yeah, around the time where that was... So I remember that one from, yeah, primary school days with my friend, my best friend at the time, Vanessa. Richard. And you just like... pretty. We were pretty obsessed with that song. We'd sing it all the time. To each other? Not just to each other. Like we'd just, when it was like, year, I don't know, year five or year six disco, we'd like full on get onto the dance floor for it. Which dance floors were you hitting in year five just and year like six? When they did discos at schools. Well, school you had disco. discos at school? Yeah, they just. The fuck is disco? <laughs> disco. It was like a. Why, semi- why do they call it, it, it like a disco? A, it was like a kids' club. <laughs> it was like clubbing. You had disco at school? Yeah. I had physical year education five, most of the day if it wasn't six. studying. Yeah. Yeah, year five, year six, disco. What, so what, it was just a day where you just, mm-hmm. like, dressed like, up as whatever the fuck Yeah, you you'd go at, like, 5 p.m. or something. Bullshit, that's fucked up. No, that's 5 really o'clock. really terrible. Yeah, oh, well, there was, like, every year level had, like, a different... What was year I nine? remember, well, year five was, like, we'd get there at 5 p.m. And we thought that was pretty cool. We were like... Yeah, yeah because it's you, after school. You get, you get to school after school. That's pretty sick. Yeah, it, it was on a weekend. So it looks like different. A, your like school a, just looks different. It, oh, my God. so different. The t- Like, the lights are down. Yeah, it's like, it's just you just so realize, weird. oh, my school's actually pretty decent looking. <laughs> but, yeah, I remember, like, going, yeah, school just goes. That so, were you dancing with, like, other dudes? Like, was it, like, no, that kind of No, I mean, look, all the cool kids would, but I wasn't really cool. Oh. So cool. As a kid, I was not cool. I wanted to be. I remember well, Everyone wants to be cool. <laughs> Everyone. Yeah, but no, as a kid I wasn't, like, all in the, the cool kids, like... All the dudes and the chicks spent... were, like, pouring around. Well, not particularly, actually. I think back when I was a kid, I think it wasn't that bad. I think it's probably a bit worse now. Yeah. Like, that now whole it's like... sexual, like, sexualizing and stuff is, like, earlier on. Do they still have disco of... in school? I don't know. I actually don't know. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be a problem. I think, it's, I think it was good because it was like giving kids the opportunity to do that in a controlled environment. So, yeah. you know, so you're not So when they just... go out and fucking get wasted, they'll remember, oh, remember when we had disco in grade five? It was five. fun. I had a lot of fun. I liked disco. What about grade 10? Did they have a disco as well? Oh, uh, year 10 is different though. That's high school. We're doing primary school here. So they would have had alcohol if it's five. secondary school. Oh, if it was no, if they're 18 then. Otherwise, they wouldn't. Nah. They would smuggle some in though. Come on. Probably. 100%. I would do it. If I was like 16. If my my child would definitely do it. If he was 16, going to his fucking disco, (laughs) I would give him alcohol. Yeah. And go. Well, it's actually funny, like, thinking back, growing up as an Australian kid is so different to growing up as an Indian kid. I have no, like... Like in India. This doesn't make any sense to me. Like, my mind just keeps on, like, my jaw drops (laughs) so often. Actually, I wouldn't want to have a disco in my school, an all-boys school. It's fucking weird. Just doing disco with all dudes. <laughs> oh, Unless I'm you're kidding. gay, then it's great disco. Then it would be really fun. To what's, go. what's your last song, then? It's all Bollywood music. That really, right. That really made me go, fuck, like... Oh, I remember the first time Ritik Roshan came and he danced to his first movie song. And he had his thumbs and he was trying to, like... I didn't even know he had, like, thumb. 50 thumbs. Was, <laughs> 50. Like, when, when they ask him... To like put his thumb mark on shit, there's just double prints everywhere. <laughs> He'd probably use his other thumb though. I would use this thumb. Yeah, you the, would. He, it's I like would. a dog paw. Oh, it's just like paws. But that's pretty cute. Yeah, but I thought like when he came with that song, I was like, that is like the best dance I've ever seen in my life. Like I was just what so. Was the song? Oh yeah, I was like that was a good song. People, I actually that was like that seeing song. after Michael Jackson. It was the first Indian person. I was like. Holy shit, you just took dancing to another level. Yeah. Like, what do you, like I mean, Michael Jackson was yeah, also was amazing. Many like, MJ. Apart from the child stuff, molesting yeah, that's stuff. Yeah, pretty not, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty much 
it. I mean, I have more memories, but that's, yeah, that's no, a song I feel where like that's like, a good one. really made me go, like, you know, with my fat belly just jiggling everywhere. I was like, I can do this. I can do this too. Yeah, I was doing it in my, just my, like, jeans and underwear. It's <laughs> like, fucking, I can, I'm killing this. Uh. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we're done. Yeah, I think that was a pretty good long chat. We will see you guys very, very soon with some new fresh energy and like some really interesting and cool topics. Yeah, I'm excited about coming back, but I think we need the break. (laughs) We definitely need the break. It's been six months and they just flew. Yeah, six months. And we've had 20... We've had more than 20 episodes, actually, because we've had some random ones. Not random, but we had Power of One. We've had yeah. like which which we are gonna keep on doing a lot more. Yeah, which is, we we are. It's it's been hard. I mean, we we have like full time jobs as well. well. Yeah, but um, it's a lot to do. Yeah, keep t- taking care of yourselves. If you're stuck in COVID, just feel sorry for you. More the reason to listen to a podcast. Mm, yeah, definitely do that. And any feedback, anything you want to tell us, interact with, it could be the most random stories. Mm-hmm. Please send us random stories. We love discussing random things that happen to us during the week. Can be as yeah. Perverse, weird, upsetting, <laughs> making you happy. Just, you know, yeah. send it to us. Yeah, and I know that we've had some quests to discuss certain topics as well. Yeah. Which we haven't forgotten. So if you have sent us something, we have definitely got it on our to-do list. Yeah, I, I really want to discuss like... things that we need to discuss because I think there was one that we wanted to talk about eventually, which was our experiences growing up. You coming here in Australia yeah. as, you know, an... Mm. a brown person and then I want to you know how it was for me growing up in Australia as a brown person which is something we are going to discuss yeah and how different well they had disco so obviously (laughs) it's a completely fucking different experience (laughs) very different so yeah but it would be good to talk about our experiences as well well, which we'll do eventually I mean we don't know how we're going to go with the couch sessions I think that will be another thing TBD to be decided. I just said TBD. Yeah, that's what I figured you said. I I had to say it in my head to be like, is that what he meant? What's TBC to be confirmed? Yeah. That's is that better? To be confirmed. Yeah, TBC. No, but we... Maybe, I don't know which one it is. But we haven't decided, so we can't confirm it. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. All right. Peace. Cheerio. Peace. Cheerio. I like cheerio. Ciao. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>